Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It is 10 minutes after 5 o'clock. You're listening to Beyond the Headline with me, Aldrin Sampia. It's time for the interview and we're in conversation next with Douglas Gibson, who is a stalwart of the Democratic Alliance and also former SA ambassador to Thailand. So Ambassador Gibson is joining us as um, the Democratic Alliance heads to its uh, Congress this weekend to elect its new leadership. But just quickly, as you heard now in the news bulletin, breaking news is that Tanya Campbell, who is um, the now former mayor of Ekurleni, has been ousted. Just quickly want to dip into a conversation that uh, my colleague Mbali is uh, currently having with uh, TK Nizau, who is the secretary of the ANC in um, in, uh, in, uh, in 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 Gauteng. Okay, see, she's done with that interview, but we'll try to get an update a bit later on. Douglas Gibson now joining us on the line. Ambassador Douglas Gibson, we post this question as the country's main opposition party gears up for its uh, elective Congress this coming weekend. Can opposition parties oust the ANC in next year's general elections, or is it just a pipe dream. When the Democratic Alliance was formed in 2000, we were told that the party was established to protect and strengthen democracy in South Africa and to build a strong opposition that will somehow be able to restrict the one-party dominance of the ANC. But has the Democratic Alliance managed to do that and what has prevented it from achieving its political objectives? We find out now from the party stalwart and also former SA ambassador to Thailand, Douglas Gibson, now joining us on the line. Ambassador, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Aldrin. It's a pleasure talking to you and to your listeners. Ambassador, let's start off here with the breaking news that has just come out now out of Ekurleni with the ousting of Tanya Campbell as the mayor in Ekurleni. What does this tell us about coalition governance in general in the country, but also looking ahead to 2024? Well, I think the most important thing it tells us is that the ANC and the EFF have got nothing to be proud of. The fact that they've banded together to get rid of a mayor, um, they don't put up their own candidate. They found some non-entity, uh, which they did in Johannesburg, and which they tried in Pretoria. <laughs> that one failed spectacularly. Um, but uh, we'll see what they come up with in Ikurulini. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got to make sure that the same does not happen in South Africa, in the national government, after the next election. As the Democratic Alliance heads into its Congress and some policy decisions that would be rectified during that Congress as well, what about coalition governance and also the, because it is the main opposition party that we're speaking about here, should the approach be when it comes to coalition governance? The party has a history of coalition governance where it has been successful. If, if you look, for instance, at what has happened at uh, the city of Cape Town and then eventually becoming um, the party dominating in the Western Cape as a province. Well, I think we've got quite a good record of uh, coalition government. But, you know, it's extremely difficult when you have to have a coalition that has a minority, which is what happened in the Kuruleni. What you need is a coalition that has a majority in Parliament or in the Council, because otherwise you're dependent on every little one-man or two-man party uh, who don't necessarily worry about principle. 
Now, in Cape Town, we had a coalition, and this is 10 years ago when Helen Villa was the mayor, uh, more than 10 years ago, and we had a very successful coalition to the extent that the voters eventually rewarded the DA and gave us a significant majority. Now, you've got um, situ- the situation in Pretoria where we've just retaken power and uh, one sincerely hopes that in the next couple of years we have stability, that we do what Celia Brink, the new mayor, says we will do, and that is to look after all the citizens of the city, from the highest to the lowest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and then at at a, at a national level, because um, some analysts at least are predicting that the ANC could go below a could go below the fifty percent threshold. Um, would, do you see the Democratic Alliance, for instance, working with um, the ANC so that just as now during a coalition, if there is if if if, if Parliament is hung, um, is that a possibility at all that the Democratic Alliance would or should pursue? Well. The uh, leader of the Democratic Alliance, Mr. John Stearnhausen, uh, I predict he's going to be re-elected by a very big majority on Saturday. Um, he has said that nothing is off the table for 2024. The choices that South Africa faces are the ANC uh, under 50 and needing coalition partners. Do they then turn to the, I will die inelegantly and perhaps unfairly call some of the rats and mice parties, uh, or do they talk to the EFF? On the other hand, if it's not a coalition government led by the ANC, then the only alternative is a coalition government led by the DA. Mm-hmm. Now, it is, I suppose it's feasible that uh, depending on the arithmetic and the voters are going to decide that, how many members they give in Parliament, they give to each of the parties. Uh, Depending on the arithmetic, it might well be that the DA finds itself in a situation where it's got the choice. Either they reach some sort of arrangement with the ANC or else the ANC goes in with the EFF. And I think if that happens, it's not in South Africa. Then we are on our way to Venezuela, we are on our way to Zimbabwe. So the possibility of a coalition with the EFF totally out of the question, that's not possible at all? Yeah, we we find that uh, firstly they're totally untrustworthy, Um, secondly they they have policies and attitudes and approaches, Uh, they are racists, they they just don't seem to believe in the constitution of South Africa where all of us are equal, where all of us are entitled to be here. And uh, it's just not possible for us to work with them. Mm-hmm. It's only possible to work with other political parties if there's a very carefully negotiated coalition agreement. Yeah. You, know, so- you look at other countries like Germany and so on, they sometimes take months after an election to put a government together. And they sit down in writing exactly what they're going to do, mm-hmm. what they agree to do. And I think that's that's precisely what needs to happen in South Africa. So, I would like to see the opposition parties now 
um, get, getting together mm-hmm. and and considering the basis on which they're prepared to cooperate in the yep. coalition government. I was actually about to ask that, that um, considering the instability in some of these municipalities, including the three metros here in Gauteng as well, um, and the idea that you put forward around the collaboration between the ANC as well as the Democratic Alliance, shouldn't that start now? Look, I think that uh, there's too much competition between uh, ourselves and the ANC for us to go into neutral with them. I mean, we believe that they're bad for South Africa, that they've more than had their time in government, that their policies are responsible for the poverty that we see, for the lack of housing, the lack of jobs, and every deficiency in government. It's all their fault. So really what we want to do is to get them out and replace their policies which, with sensible policies which work in all the advanced countries of the world. 0614-104-107. You can drop me a voice note to call on 086-000-2032. And you can also tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. We're in conversation with Ambassador Douglas Gibson, DA Stalwart, and also former SA Ambassador to Thailand. As we look ahead to the Democratic Alliance's Congress that will be taking place over the weekend in Midrand, what are some of your predictions? Do call us through and also tell me what do you make of the state of the Democratic Alliance, but also in general the state of the opposition? And do you think that the Democratic Alliance is fit to provide that leadership when it comes to opposition politics in the country? From the halls of parliament, constitutional courts, countless revolutions, to ensuring that a house becomes a home, women have and still continue to make great strides in shaping the world in which we live. Fearless, pioneering, strong, Nurturing, innovative, ground shakers. This International Women's Day, S3 celebrates you. The woman that continues to make an impact in every sphere that she finds herself in. Catch these thought-provoking documentaries. Lipstick and Liquor, Michelle Obama, Forward Motion, Perfect 14, Back to Natural and Rural Diamonds. Broadcasting all in celebration of International Women's Month every Wednesday at 9pm this month. Follow S3 on all social media platforms for more information. Hashtag her. Past. Now. Infinity. Hey buddy, it's me, your car. Wow, we've been through a lot over the years, eh? Many roads, many towns, so many memories. (laughs) But listen, it's time to move on, eh? Go and get yourself a fresh new ride. But just promise me one thing. Let me go the right way. Let me go to We Buy Cars. We Buy Cars. The best way to sell your car by far. In the game of cricket, no dream is ever chased alone. This will be witnessed at Sahara Park Willowmore Cricket Stadium when South Africa battles it out with Netherlands in the first ODI encounter. This is the summer of cricket. The Dutch are in town to spoil Mzansi's day. But the Proteas trust their game plan. Be part of it. South Africa takes on Netherlands in the first one-day international clash on Friday, 31 March at 12 midday. Live on S3. Brought to you by SABC Sport.
Attention all residents of Johannesburg, City Power wishes to inform you of a proposed amendment to the existing Kelvin Power Supply Agreement. The proposed extension date is the 31st of October 2026. Kelvin Power Station mitigates power demand during winter months as exceeding the notified maximum demand could result in power outages and penalties. Help keep the lights on. Submit comments by mid-April to kelvinparticipation at citypower.co.za. That is kelvinparticipation at citypower.co.za. Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. 0614-104-107. You can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin Sampia and a call on 086-000-2032 in conversation with Ambassador Douglas Gibson, DA Stalwart and also former Ambassador of South Africa to Thailand. As we look at the DA's National Congress, that we look ahead to the DA's National Congress that will be taking place over the weekend. David is joining us from the Free State. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon, Aldrin. Good afternoon to uh, uh, Mr. Douglas Gibson. Hi. Yes. Um, uh, Aldrin, looking into the upcoming Congress of Democratic Alliance, which will be in Galaga Estate this coming weekend, the first and the second, I think, as uh, Mr. Gibson has alluded, that uh, Stine Aydin will be voted because uh, his campaign was a little bit stronger than the one of uh, former mayor of Johannesburg, Mpopalazi, who will definitely be coming back. And after the Congress, I think some of the policies that will be brought in there because of the country being uh, facing the coalition, uh, the possible coalition governments that are coming up, I think the DA must focus more on discussing around that issue and the political party, which are uh, those that we'll be possibly working with. And the other thing, uh, Aldrin, that will be... Uh, more, more of a focus is 2024, I mean 2024 national and provincial yeah. elections that are coming. That What is the plan going forward as Democratic Alliance? Since we've been going through this, uh, the motions in the metros, what is the plan beyond the metros in, yeah. in, in smaller municipalities? And I think so that, that's I think, the reason why a lot of people are raising this concern around the stability of coalition governments. Thank you so much, David, from the Free State. Quick uh, voice note on 0614-104-107. Good afternoon, Ambassador. Good afternoon, Mr. Adrian and the team. If the DA really believes that the EFF is a racist organization, surely we blacks also believe that the DA is also a racist organization. So my question is, for us to avoid all these accusations, is it not better for the DA to go into agreement or coalition or perhaps marriage with the EFF, whereby all these racist arguments will be over? Is Bramoro in Bloemfontein. Ambassador? Yes, I'm listening with fascination to all your adverts. <laughs> <laughs> and now the comments as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, look, that's a very complicated set of questions I've got. Let me start with uh, the Congress, Saturday and Sunday. It's going to have around 2,000 delegates representing the DA throughout South Africa. Probably two-thirds of those people will be black South Africans because that's a reflection of where the DA is and what it is. It's the most, if I can put it that way, most mixed political party of any of those in the country. I mean, you look at the uh, ANC today, it's virtually totally black. You've got hardly any white people, and they had to go and appoint um, uh, Mr. Kurnov 
uh, to represent white people on the 100-person national executive or whatever it is. Well, ours is a much more uh, um, non-racial, multiracial party, and that will be reflected there. That's the first thing. The second thing is, I think it's an important, going to be an important indication of the unity of the party, which Stiernosen has managed to bring to it since he had to take over in 2019. At that stage, uh, there was a a degree of demoralization. There was uh, instability in the party. There was certainly a a lack of discipline. So the caucus leaked, the information leaked from the federal executive and so on. Now, all of that seems to have stopped. And uh, so I'm really looking forward. I'm not going as a delegate. They were Mm. kind enough to invite me as a guest. So I'm going to be able to watch it and kiss and hug everybody, all my friends, and uh, and, uh, enjoy the whole spectacle. Secondly, I want to just deal with this question of the instability of coalitions. Now, mind you, that uh, Mangaung, which uh, has a significant... Uh, a presence of ANC managed yesterday to elect a DA speaker. Um, and the DA has got half the number of members mm-hmm. that the ANC has. Um, if you have a look at Itequini, um there's also a huge instability there. If you look at Nelson Mandela Bay, the other uh, big metro, um, of course the DA recently uh, took uh, took control again as leading a, a big coalition, and uh, hopefully they're getting things right. We've got to learn how to run coalitions in South Africa. You know, we haven't really had one for the last 70 years or so. Before the Second World War, you had a coalition government in South Africa, and we really haven't had one since then. So it's not surprising that uh, we're only learning. Uh, the DA has got to learn to respect its coalition partners and treat them uh, better and more equally. The coalition partners have got to agree to behave themselves and not spend their time slagging off the leader of the coalition if it's the DA. Um, there's some of these opposition parties that are very close to us in their view. But uh, they they really are trying to get their members from the DA, and they certainly take over mm-hmm. some disgruntled public reps and you know um, people who are facing disciplinary charges and so on and so on. Then you've got others who who keep on wanting to form a new party. I see uh, Bongani Baloy uh, today announced he's forming his own new party. I mean, it's actually rubbish. If he gets one MP, he'd be blooming lucky. And he's going to spend all that money, all that time, instead of focusing on creating a real alternative to the ANC. Yeah. Uh, In in democracies, a a government shouldn't be in power for 30 years. That was wrong with the previous dispensation, when the Nets were in power forever and a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're getting to the same situation now. You need the government to change periodically. Like every 10 years, mm-hmm. they must kick all the bums out. 
and uh, replace them with new ones. Ambassador, just quickly, you 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 have expressed yourself on John Steenhuizen, and if you would, um, why you would vote for him. Um, what about Helen Ziller as uh, the federal council chairperson? Um, you mentioned Bongani Baloi now, and when he resigned, he said that the environment had become really toxic under Helen Ziller. What's your view of Helen Ziller's leadership currently and how she'd steer the party as chairperson? Well, I've known Helen since she was 23 years old, and she's now 73. So that, that will tell you she was a young reporter on the Randaddy Mail in the gallery in the Transvaal Provincial Council, and I was a young member elected in 1970. So I know Helen pretty well. Uh, We've had our differences of opinion over the years, but uh, at the moment we are uh, on kissing and hugging terms. There is nobody with a better work ethic than Helen. You send her an an email at 4 o'clock in the morning and by by 4.15, back comes the response. I don't know when she ever sleeps. She uh, has become somewhat controversial. Mainly the media have made her controversial. You know, she had a very successful term, firstly as mayor of, uh, of Cape Town, when she was judged the best mayor in the world. And then she had a very successful 10 years as the um, premier of the Western Cape. Um, and it's only subsequent to that, really, that uh, there's been controversy about some of her views. But the fact is that the Democratic Alliance is a, a party that elects its members democratically. Yeah. Any member of the party had the right to stand for election to that uh, federal, executive, federal executive chair. Now, I, I used to be that. I was the chairman of the federal executive mm-hmm. of the DA, um, and you know, I was chief whip at another stage for 13 years. And I was succeeded by James Self, who served for about 20 years, and then Helen's been there for a couple of years now. She's ended up being unopposed. Now, that, that means that the people in the party, within the party, the members, the yep. workers, the public reps, all think that she's doing a good job. And what do you think? Well, I think she does an excellent job in administering the party. That's what she's doing now. Okay. John John leads, and she's administering. Thank you so much for your time. That is uh, the former ambassador of South Africa to Thailand, as well as uh, DA stalwart Douglas Gibson. Apologies, we're a bit late for the news headlines.